Welcome to Peace of Authenticity for the Remnant. We are so excited that you chose to spend your time with us today. A Remnant is a peace that remains. This is a podcast for the Remnant rising in this hour. The Remnant is a group of people who seek Jesus like it's their last hope because he is. In this podcast, we encourage, equip, and champion you to rise up and take a stand for Christ in the world that we live in. everybody we are in yet again a different area yeah for the recording we might keep this a thing should we keep just, this a thing just keep shuffling <laughs> yeah we should just keep doing this it's, yeah. it's pretty fun actually you never know you, you might even have to watch the youtube channel just to see where we might pop oh up yeah next. people listening on the podcast are gonna yeah. be like what, what are you talking about like, so for you guys we are sitting in a different place it's this isn't even our house car, this time honey. yeah this isn't even at our house this time this yeah. is at um my grandma's, uh, my nana's farmhouse. Farmhouse, and it's amazing. Yeah, we it. got to we got to watch uh, the sun come up this morning, and it was pretty awesome. It uh, was. It, it was. It, this was a weekend where we wanted to be intentional and, and strategic, honestly, about getting away, um, yeah. praying, and Aubrey and I having some conversations we haven't been able to have. You know, spiritually, where we're at. You know, some of those things. And it's been really, really good. Yeah. Well, and and I think that everybody. You know, mm-hmm. everybody that listens to to the podcast, if if you're married and you know you you and your spouse just kind of feel like that you might be in a dry place, or you know you you just need some perspective and and you need some vision um, for like where you guys are going to go. I, I, I'm not saying that you necessarily have to go anywhere extravagant just yeah. to get away, but I would say that periodically, as as a couple, there there needs to be some opportunities where you go away without your children or or whatever just to just to pray and and seek the lord as far as because i think that a lot of people just get too caught up yeah. in the the day to day and you know you're first your husband and wife and you're on the grind and it, it takes a while to to get used to that you know what i mean coming mm-hmm. together with the lord and then you throw a kid or multiple kids into the <laughs> equation and then your kids start getting older and they start having ball games and they they start having all these school projects and, and all these other things that are taking up all your time. And it's easy for you to lose sight over the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that in every season, your your circumstances might change. Your, mm-hmm. your family size might change. Everything might change. But the thing that doesn't change is that God has specific things for you in that season. And sometimes if we're too busy... Those things will just come right by us and, and we'll miss them completely because we're too focused on all the things that we have to get done or how busy our schedule is and everything like that. And so what what we wanted to do is we, we dropped Gray off with, with Jordan's parents and so we came out to the farmhouse where there's little distraction and and we've just been praying together and we've been seeking the Lord as far as where are the Andersons supposed to go? Mm-hmm. Where what are we supposed to do with this podcast? What are we supposed to do with our ministry? And just where are we at? And and it's cool because 
were kind of isolated to the point where you've been able to pray yourself with the Lord. I've been able to pray, but then we've also been able to pray together because that is very important as far as, because God wants to have an individual relationship with us, but he also wants to be in the midst of our marriage. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I think that that there are a lot of problems that Mary. I, I mean, we weren't even planning on going in this direction, but I just feel like yeah. we're, we're supposed to say this. Um, a lot of times in marriage, and Jordan and I were like this for a long time. I had my relationship with the Lord, and Jordan had her relationship with the Lord, and and we kind of just both, you know, mm-hmm. would seek after the Lord on our own time yeah. individually. And but yet we couldn't figure out why there was so many things, so many frustration points in our marriage, and it's because we were seeking the Lord for ourselves, but we weren't coming together and seeking the Lord for our marriage to find vision, to find direction, or um, to to even get to that place where we're growing together, not only just as a family but spiritually as well. And and so that's that's what. This kind of weekend was a friend of mine a long time ago said that periodically him and his wife used to go on what they called prayer retreats. And and I love the idea of it. I was sitting there going, man, that's so cool. It's so needed. But if you're not careful, life can get away from you. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden you can realize, man, it's been like six months since me and my spouse prayed with each other. You know, yeah. it's been or longer, you know what I mean? Or it's, you know, you guys go to church. Or, you know, you might even do a devotional together through the Bible app or something like that. But it's still nothing can substitute prayer. Nothing at all can substitute prayer. And um, even in this weekend, we found some areas like I think that that we've grown together in in, um, a lot of areas. Like whenever I come in with with some weakness, you know, and and the Mm -hmm. enemy is trying to lie to me and convince me of stuff, then Jordan is able to step in and, and speak life into that and if we didn't have you know this time together without the you know Mm -hmm. without gray running around everywhere then Mm -hmm. it might just been like oh great you know Aubrey's in another mood or you know oh you know it's gonna be one of those days Jordan just woke up on the wrong side of the bed you know what I'm saying but because we're we're here Mm -hmm. focusing on each other and the Lord Mm -hmm. it's a game changer yeah and and kind of underlining the the individual individualistic mindset you know with our relationship with the lord um i've always seen like you know if you picture a triangle you know there's the husband there's the wife right and the closer they get to the lord up here the closer they get together yeah um and i've always seen that and i always thought that was cool (laughs) but um there was always something inside me like every single morning i'll wake up and spend time with the lord and sometimes i'll get emotional and it'll be really good and then aubrey comes in he's like good morning i'm like good morning and I like, I kind of like shut it down instead of like telling you, oh, good morning. Wow. The Lord's really been yeah. working on me. You know what I mean? It's almost like it was an automatic thing for me for the walls to go up and for me to like, um, maybe be protective about that time with the Lord. Maybe is what it was. I don't know what it was, but there were times like I actually <laughs> like realized that I automatically put these walls up and all Aubrey did was just come in the room <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you did but come in the room. I just came and, in the wrong way. Yeah. Well, it's like I wasn't annoyed at you, but it was just this automatic like, oh, nope, you can't get in this area. Mm-hmm. 
of my life. You know what I mean? And I think maybe that's where a lot of couples, a lot of marriages might have issues because maybe you started off with that. Cause I think maybe that's our, uh, our human nature yeah. to, uh, protect, um, something that's important to us, maybe even from our spouses. Um, but something that I realized this weekend, because there's, um, there was also, if Aubrey was dealing with something, for some reason, my grace meter was low. You know what I mean? Like, Aubrey's like, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. And I'm thinking, well, stop. Like, it's not that hard, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then I realized, like, that's just some things in my human nature that are trying to, like, keep those walls up between you and me. Yeah. And instead of just like, hey, let's go on this journey together. Let's talk this out. Let's pray, you know, because you're dealing with this and I want to help you with it. Instead of like, listen, I don't have time for all your questions. Like, you know, God is good. You need to just trust him. Move on. I have so many times where I deal with the same things, you know, and I expect Aubrey to be there for me too. But then I, uh, you know, it's kind of that double standard that we catch ourselves being in a lot as yeah. human beings. Right. And so that's something we learned a lot this weekend too is just getting to walk with each other and actually journey with each other through something. Even if I'm maybe not dealing with something, but Aubrey is, or Aubrey's not dealing with something, but I am, we can, you know, put our heads together and pray with one another and, you know, help each other grow in that. And so, um, that, that was really cool to learn too, because, I think that the enemy attacks marriages a lot because obviously marriage is is the metaphor of Christ in the church, right? A husband yeah. and wife is the metaphor of Christ in the church. And so the enemy wants to destroy everything about that because the enemy hates Christ. He hates the church. He hates how it's supposed to function. Therefore, he hates a husband and wife being joined in union together. And so he'll, he'll attack that. And so I kind of want you to, if you have a spouse... I want you to really think about maybe where the enemy is trying to attack your marriage or even where your flesh is just like making walls in your marriage because you can't just wait till your spouse is where you think they need to be for you to let your walls down with them Yeah, because you married them, which means you've chosen to go on this journey with them for life, you know, and it's just so important to realize that you two, you're a team. Yeah, so it's never you against the other, right? Like it's never me against Aubrey. It's Aubrey and I against the walls that we're trying to put up. It's Aubrey and I against this situation where yeah. we can't, you know, those days where we just argue about dumb things. We need to be aware of that, step back and be like, hey, I've realized you're just getting on my nerves and you didn't do anything. So we need to, <laughs> I actually told Aubrey that the other day. He just woke up and I was like, oh my seriously you're so annoying <laughs> but I don't he didn't do anything yeah, yeah. so I, I remember that day so well and because, I was honest with you yeah Jordan was like a lot of times she just acts annoyed and, and I I don't I, I never really knew what I did you know I kind of just woke up like you know oh hey good morning P you know and, and everything and and she's just oh that's like, his nickname for me by the way P yeah it's just P like, like the letter P <laughs> Um, so, and there's a story behind this way too. But it's fine. Time. Yeah. We it's don't fine. have to go. So that. if I say P just know I'm talking about Jordan. So like I come in every morning before gray wakes up and I'm like, good morning P. And like all of a sudden I could just feel like <laughs> something would shift. And it was like, okay. So then I start narrowing down things in my mind. Like, did I do this? Did I, you know, did I open my mouth and say something that I shouldn't have? All I said was good morning, so I, I'm not really sure. I could have just said nothing, I guess. I don't know. So all these things are going through my mind, and, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to let that go. 
And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I cut like I think I went into like the pantry, and then I came back, and and Jordan goes, "I just have to be honest with you." And I was like, "Oh Lord, here it goes." You know, like I, I was like, "I don't even know what's about to what's about to come out." Because uh, usually when a conversation starts out like I need to be honest with you, I'm thinking. Okay, something this heavy. Yeah, this, is, this is one of those conversations that everybody <laughs> hates. And so she comes, she's just like, you know, I don't know what it was, but something about when you said good morning to me just really annoyed me. Like, and, and so, like, and so then I'm sitting there just like my mind is spinning because I'm like, I thought that that was something really nice that I could do. No, it was honestly, if I'm being real, it was just your presence. Yeah, was annoying. <laughs> And that's me, people. Thank you. That's not Thank Aubrey. Yeah. That's something it, wrong. And it makes with me. you feel so good about yourself. <laughs> you know, as a when your spouse just comes in and like you know, I know all of you super godly people don't watch the movie Step Brothers, but, oh gosh. but before I came to the Lord, um I used to watch Okay, let's be honest. I still think it's funny sometimes some of the stuff is Step Brothers. So this is movie Step Brothers, and 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 Will Ferrell is saying it, which of course Will Ferrell is an interesting looking guy, and and this this dude on the movie goes, I don't know what it is, but there's something about your face. Like I want you to change it, and he's like, What? Well, this is my face. I, I can't change it. He goes, I don't know what it. I just want to land one of these. Right, and that was me to you that day. Yeah, it's a Will Ferrell's like, uh, okay, I'll I'll try to change my face. You I'll try to mean? be different. Yeah, I'll try to be different. But the the thing was, is like he couldn't, and I came out that in that morning, and I was like, hey, good morning. I was actually in a good mood. I woke up. A lot of times, I'm not super early in the morning, but I woke up. I was in a good mood. And she's like, no. <laughs> And, and you know what's really sad? And I was beating myself up in my mind. I had just finished spending time with the Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, I thought that we made some leeway here. And Aubrey walks in and I'm like, Ugh, why is he annoying me yeah. already? It's like, why are you the way that you are? Don't you just, isn't this nice and refreshing to yeah. just be real? And, and so, yeah, then I just told Aubrey, I was like, hey, this is stupid. But um, the, I think the day before we had a yeah. conversation, how we were just going to be more open to communication even when we didn't understand why we were feeling a certain way and things like right. that and I was like I right. know this is gonna sound ridiculous but I'm just annoyed like just by you and you didn't do anything so it's obviously something in me and so we got to have a conversation that was great and then guess what I wasn't annoyed with him anymore yeah well because like I think I mean it was so awkward for me like I was like okay so so do I, I just I'll just go to the other room or what but no, but I mean, really though, it was cool because then you were able to get that out there, yeah. And then we can understand. See, a lot of times, what what the what the enemy uses in our marriage is the unspoken things. Oh yeah. The the, the enemy will come in and then just be like, oh, like you know, or there's that thoughts like, oh, isn't he just so annoying? Like, what does he have? You know, and and like and just stir it up. But if you keep it inside, you know, and you. Sorry, and you like bury it, then it doesn't get any light on it whatsoever. Oh yeah, and, and and you know I could have like realized like oh my gosh this is petty and embarrassing like I need to just let this pass and not say anything to Aubrey because this is dumb like when I say it out loud yeah. I'm gonna realize how dumb it is because there's nothing he did he didn't argue with me he didn't do anything like it was something inside of me to where like my husband annoyed me and I didn't understand because you didn't do anything 
but it was just that actually like putting it out in the light so we could talk about it and the fact that I was just super frustrated with myself because I just spent time with the Lord too so it was a bit of that like just feeling that annoyance for no reason and then also frustration with myself and so you felt that in the air when you walked in because it was just this inner mind thing and guys our our minds will play tricks on us and, and and we'll just feel all these feelings and not explain them to somebody and sometimes that's what your spouse is there for to challenge you and there's something else I want to be uh, uh, transparent about too is that my first reaction when Aubrey like will uh, correct me or something walls go up and I'm just ticked I'm like oh really well you're correcting me about this but you do this and we do that yeah. and there's that's something that we're working on and dealing with because you know automatically when you get corrected your flesh rises up first right and so what we have to do is let's just sit there for a second okay Lord is this is this true if this is true help my heart <laughs> take this in like yeah. help this be something that grows me as a person and doesn't just annoy and like irritate my flesh to where I'm lashing out and trying to put these walls up. And so that was something too. And and I just think maybe this transparent conversation will make you realize like you're not the only one that you don't have. You're not the only one that has arguments with your spouse where you guys literally go in a circle and it's the same argument that comes around maybe once a week and then realizing there's something we need to do about this. Yeah. I I think that the more, more conversations like this need to be had because we we have a lot of people out there that that you you want to you want to put on this um, you know this persona that that you have a, a this wonderful marriage like you never fight you never have anything that frustrates you you know especially when when you go to church and stuff like that you, you want to make you want to look like you have everything put together mm-hmm. but um, you know my my personal opinion is this if, if we can't be transparent with one another then we can never be transparent with the world and and the the bible says that that they will they will know they will know you're christian by how you love them but if you can't even love your spouse properly then you'll never be able to love somebody else properly. oh yeah and and so and and part of love is is not just ooh you know like let's hold hands yeah. and, and let's do it. part of love says like listen we're doing life together, so let's bring out the best in one another, and that means hard conversations. That means, um, you know, loving conversations, and that means that there's no room for walls. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's there's no room for any of that because if if you can't even remove walls around your spouse, then how are you possibly going to show anyone else the love of Jesus? Because I guarantee you, if you have walls around yourself against people, then you probably still have walls. Uh, against the Lord as well. Oh yeah. And and a lot of people never experience the fullness of a relationship with God because they they have these walls up because they're they're in protect self mode. And and I, I have to say this is just the enemy wants you to stay there. Mm-hmm. He wants you to stay there so that you can never experience the fullness uh, of what you know marriage can be, of of yeah. what walking it out with the Lord can be. Um, because you're too busy going, well, I don't want to go too far because what if I, you know, what if I said that that's the exact same position that Peter was in as he was walking on the water. He took, he took a few steps on the water and he's like, wow, this is amazing. And then he goes, but what if, what if I fall? Mm-hmm. What, what if, what if something come, you know, 
shoot, if it were me, I'd be sitting here going, dude, I've watched Shark Week a thousand times. What if one of them big old fools comes out of here and in just, the Sea of Galilee? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm saying, I'm oh. saying, like, if I'm on, if I'm on the ocean and I'm like, okay, dude, I've seen this, and hey, people disappear on lakes too. I've, I've, they disappear on lakes. Yeah, well, they yeah on the lake they just disappear on it. But but so like fear, right? Fear yeah. literally crept in. Fear will keep you from connecting with other people. Fear will keep you from experiencing the fullness of God. And and if we don't break down those barriers, if we, if we don't become transparent with one another, we, we will never walk in the fullness of what God expects us and wants us to walk in. Look at the difference of Adam and Eve, right? Before, before they ate of the fruit, okay? Mm-hmm. So before that, they walked around, they were completely butt naked birthday suits all the time and they were unashamed yeah they didn't even realize i mean this is just how they were created right where does shame come from fear yeah they didn't have that shame comes from fear they they had none of it they 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 walked in the perfect love of god then they they take of the fruit and then they the bible says that they immediately knew that they were naked and they were ashamed and they covered themselves and they covered themselves with with fig leaves and everything like that immediately fear comes in and it causes you instead of exposing yourself spiritually and cover right it it causes you to hide and cover who you are and it causes you to hide yourself from your spouse which is never what god intended like you said a second ago marriage is supposed to be the symbolic vision the Mm -hmm. the illustration of of christ in the church jesus never withheld anything from the church. Jesus never withhold it. He was an open book. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it were me, I think if I was one of the disciples, I would have been asking more questions, which of course the gospels don't tell us everything. I would have been walking by him every time going, okay, Lord, what about this? What about this? What about this? Because that's exactly how I pray. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, what, what do I do about this? What do I do about, it? you know what I mean? And, the, and, and so like, Jesus did not withhold anything. And he even tells us what good father withholds good things from his children. Nothing, nothing Mm -hmm. is withheld from us. But oftentimes we want to be the ones doing the withholding. Yeah, that reminds me. Here's another transparent. People are going to think I'm jacked up. Well. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're going to have a conversation later. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Once this recording stops. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. No, I'm just kidding. If you don't hear um, from me for a couple of days, you know why. He's fine. Call 911. Because <laughs> um, I told you about this too. Um, whenever I was spending time with the Lord, probably like maybe three weeks, three weeks ago. And the Lord has shown me that I have walls up with you, with a lot of people. I mean, people in general. <laughs> and um, so he actually showed me a vision whenever I was just like sitting there with him just meditating on the Lord, he showed me a vision and I uh, had these walls up and I thought it was to protect myself, but it actually was like a dungeon, like a prison cell. Um, and I had created a prison for myself and there was only like one little window and then there was one door that was like latched shut. Like it was locked, like a lot of different locks all the way down the door, you know, kind of thing. And Jesus was in there with me and he hands me a sledgehammer. And so I just start beating the walls down Mm. you know and then I start realizing like these walls are kind of flimsy so I can actually push them down and they fall down so my walls that I think I've built up as this fortified safe house are actually 
not very thin. <laughs> yeah, pretty thin. And this is a funny little excerpt. In that dungeon, I had a little doggy door for my son so he could come in when he pleased, but nobody else could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Gray loves doggy doors. We'll have to post a video on our podcast for that. Well, and, and think about it. Isn't that true, though? Because a lot of a lot of parents can only connect through their children. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's uh, that's the common denominator that most marriages have is their kids. Yeah. And then when the kids are out of the house, it's like, what? Yeah. You get this identity crisis. Right. Because if you if you only connect through your children and you're not connecting with each other, like, the, and, and there were there were times that Jordan, like, literally called me out on, on my behavior with Gray because, like, Jordan even said, I, I really wish that, like, I really wish you were as nice to me as you are to Gray. <laughs> and, 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 like, I, I didn't even think anything about it. I was like... Man, what you mean? You know, but but really, you when when you when you sit there and you, and you contemplate it, you're like, man, am am I nicer? Like, am I more loving to my son than I'm than I am my spouse? Am I am I more loving to my to my children than than you know I am my husband or, or wife? That that's a that's a challenging question. And but I think it's necessary if if you understand if you want your marriage to be the very best that it possibly could be, you have to ask the challenging questions. You have to go before the Lord and literally ask because like I had to sit there and 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 Jordan had to say it to me multiple times because I'm extremely hard headed and and I don't really ever catch anything the first time. Just ask the Lord. Um, and and so like I'm sitting here and and like I notice that whenever I look at Gray. Like I'll like, there's just something I can't. I don't even realize it, but I can't help but smile. Yeah. You know when when I'm looking at him, just like whatever face he's making, or just you know just him being him, just him in general. Yeah, it's just pretty like, great. And then I sit there and like and then I, like, I, I sit there thinking about. I was like, yeah, I don't always look at Jordan. Like that. sometimes I'm like, you got why that stink yeah. face. Like sometimes I'm just like Michael Scott on The Office. You know, like why are you the way that you are? You know, and and I know I know that Jordan is the same way toward me because we we have little quirks that you know that kind of get on each other's nerves. But you know, I, I think that it's not about that because I think your kids do stuff that get on your nerves too. Mm-hmm. But you come back to that unconditional love that was yeah. like the Lord gave me these children or or this child so i'm gonna like you you have more of a god kind of love for your kids than you do your spouse and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be the other way around Mm -hmm. right we're we're supposed to love our spouse first and then our children come after that and i would venture to say that until that came to my attention i didn't even realize i didn't even think about it but clearly you're right i was like man jordan was like why the way that you look at Gray all the time, you know, she's like, it, it'd be nice to get one of those looks every once in a while. And I was sitting there like, you know, like, you know, when you get called out on something, you're just like, yeah, like, I mean, you don't really know what to say because you know, it's true, but you're called out. Like you're called to the carpet and it's like, okay, I'm going to have to answer for this. Um, but, but it's, it's very real. And so then that's when I kind of set my sights more on. We, we need to have like a prayer retreat and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like we, we need to have more time to be intentional, like with just you and me and the Lord and, and not, I don't ever want to call gray a distraction, mm-hmm. but he does, he does require attention, right? We and, can, we can allow him to take all of our attention, including yeah, from exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't, 
we can allow him to to be a distraction. Yeah, of course he's not like mwahaha. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, like yeah, not he's like not that. sitting there going, yeah, I'm gonna distract you from the Lord. <laughs> um, but like even even on mornings where where Jordan you know isn't able to get her full quality time with the Lord and Gray wakes up, like that can even, Oh gosh, that'll really mess me up. Yeah. That'll put you in a bad mood or whatever. Or like for me, if I'm, if I'm working or, or if I'm, you know, studying, like once I dive into scripture, like I don't want to be distracted because Mm -hmm. I'm like, boom, boom. And I'm trying to put all these puzzle pieces together. And, and, but then like if Gray, like Gray will inevitably, you're sitting there reading the Bible and he'll like inevitably get into something that he's not supposed to, or it gets quiet, you know, too good. quiet. Never and then good. Jordan's like, he's up to something. He has to be. So then it completely distracts you. Right. So what, basically what I'm getting at when saying all of that is just understanding that there are times where you have to learn to be present with the Lord while kids are around. You know, kids can be kicking, screaming, breaking stuff. It don't matter, but you can still be present with the Lord. But there's still time that you and your spouse need to set aside that time to seek God together, both separately and together, praying separately and together, because God loves us all individually, but at the same time, when two become one, you, you you become you become one and so God has a plan not only for you but then both of you together and if you're not seeking that then then you're missing a whole lot of opportunities to you know for for God to use you or for, or for God to be magnified in your life because you're both just on separate paths like this and then oh kids oh kids bring us together but then if you're constantly going like that you know it's not just a direct line. It's constant swirls like, oh, we're drifting apart. Oh, but we have kids. Mm. Oh, we're drifting apart, but we have kids, you know, and, and it's, it's a, it's a constant unhealthy cycle that needs to be broken. Um, and I want to finish that, uh, <clears throat> vision I had because at the end, you know, all the walls got knocked down. And I remember that like, you were the, you were like right outside the door, like waiting for me to open it. You know, and so I know I've told you kind of like Jesus. Yes. Standing at the door. Well, because that's who Jesus represents the husband. No, I would, I was making a joke because like, I'm so cool. I'm kind of like Jesus, but I'm I'm not. There you go. See, you already knew you just talked. I was trying to make a joke, but you were like, yeah, you know, you kind of like agreed with me. I was like, oh. Well, Jesus was in the cell with me. Did you forget that part? Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. But um, I was outside. But there was always a lie that I heard whenever Aubrey and I would argue and, and Aubrey was like correcting like, hey, I know she did this, you know, and, and we would just get an argument because if there was any correction whatsoever, my walls, I thought got thicker. Like, nope, you ain't coming in for sure if you're going to always correct me. Um, and something that I really have told you before, but I'm just going to say it because I think a lot of people that are married feel this way. Um, you feel like your spouse knows you the most, knows you better than anyone, right? And so whenever you feel like you're being corrected by your spouse, it's almost like the they realize that you're kind of, I'll just be honest, a crap human being. 
Ratchet. The people that know you the most. Exactly. Thank you for that word. Is that what you thought of when with me? I was thinking I'm just about, kidding. I was thinking about um, that one. It's bad. But but that's just like what the enemy's whispering in my ear. Like, wow, the person that knows you the most realize what a f- realizes what a fraud you are. They realize what uh-huh. a screw up you are. And they're trying to fix you because you're just real messed up. And so then those walls come up even more because I have to protect myself because in no way, for some reason, it's the end of the world for me to realize I'm not where I need to be. But that's the journey of life. The beauty is that we're never worthy. The beauty is that we're not good enough. The beauty is Mm. that my flesh will always try to pull me down, but Jesus is there and Jesus covers me. It's nothing that I can do. It's such a freeing thing because those walls were built up because of the lie, like I have to be up here and I'm not. And I can't in my mind contemplate that or I'll beat myself up until I'm like nothing. Because in my mind, I have to be something, a certain something, and it's such a lie. And it's kept those walls to where I'm not open. I haven't always been open to your correction. Because for me, that's rejection. Hmm. So I think that happens with a lot of marriages and just realizing that because just because I've realized that guys doesn't mean the first time Aubrey corrects me, maybe today, this afternoon that I'm not, my first reaction isn't to build the walls back up and be like, Nope, you're not in the club anymore. Bye. You (laughs) know, that's not, that doesn't mean just because I have the revelation, I have to walk that revelation out and I have to be intentional about living through that revelation every single day. Yeah. Well, and and I think it's, it's a process too. You don't just... You could set your mind to something as as much as you want. You know, you could sit there and go, you know what? From from today here on out, I'm gonna love. I'm gonna love my spouse. I'm gonna do. Yeah, this. that's easy I'm, to say. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be open <laughs> to correction. Um, uh, you know, all these things. But then, as soon as it happens, watch how quickly you resort back to, mm-hmm. you know, your old self. I, I think it's just a, something that um, you you have to intentionally. And, and, you know, kind of like how Jordan said it to me that one morning to just kind of get everything out on the table. She said, hey, like, I need to tell you something. I know it's going to sound bad or whatever. But, you know, and then, and then just follow that with, you you know, you made me feel like this or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. but just kind of let them know from the jump. So then that way they have time to rem, like to remind themselves, okay, I need to be open to this. Mm-hmm. My spouse is literally bringing me something that that is is hurtful to them something that i'm doing that's hurtful whether you meant to or not because i think that our natural reaction to it is to deflect well no you're overreacting i didn't mean to do that well see here's what happened was i was doing this and you were doing this we we try to excuse away our actions instead of owning up to them mm-hmm. and, and and literally saying wow something that i'm doing periodically or even on a daily basis is is crushing Mm-hmm. my spouse um and 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 not that you should you should have to do everything differently but it's like what if you just changed the way in which you talk to them not mm-hmm. not the subject matter in <clears throat> yeah which but you're not saying. not with passive aggressiveness right. or the silent treatment yeah. or yeah, not things the, like that you know like or if, the sighing yeah yeah if they're like hey i need to be <laughs> honest with you and you're like oh god here we go <laughs> You know, like if you're sitting there doing that, then you're that's just as disrespectful as actually what you're doing. You know, you're not you're not helping. And and I think that that one thing, one thing that is is a daily reminder that that I have to, you know, ask myself, especially when we get into an argument. I'm mm-hmm. like, did did I help this come to a conclusion, or did I keep it from coming to a conclusion? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, and just the fact that. 
being right, sometimes we act like that's like the ultimate go-to and we're like against each other. Yeah. And that's not, that's not accurate. Cause have you ever like been right or, you know, ended the conversation, the argument winning, but it's like, hmm. This doesn't feel good because now yeah, we're like, we're not talking to each other. Yeah. Well, and, you know? and oftentimes I'll leave, you know, having the last word. And then as soon as I leave the room, the Holy Spirit will be like, dude, you know, you're wrong. Right. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, because well, you no, can, I mean, technically, yes, Lord, you can be wrong. right. Yeah. Right. But it can be but in you're a, still wrong. Yeah. And, and I want to go into this before we end, Aubrey, because the Lord just gave me that revelation. We uh, a few a few days ago, we were sitting around the fire and praying with some friends. It was amazing. Yeah, and we were just listening um, and praying and spending time with the Lord and worship. And I heard the Lord say that when you're a daily sacrifice, that's who we are. We're a sacrifice unto the Lord, right? So when you're a sacrifice and when you're a dead man, because we're supposed to die to our flesh daily, right? Yeah. So when we're a sacrifice and a dead man, feelings are meaningless. And so much in this world, we are guided and led by our feelings. Yeah. And our feelings, they're fleeting. That's what it says. Like, our feelings are fleeting. The only thing I can tell you is good about feelings is, like, if you feel irritation, which is, like, sadness, anger, fear, whatever it is, irritation can lead to invitation. So you go before the Lord and say, Lord, why am I so angry about this? Lord, yeah. why am I so sad? Because our feelings can show us where we're at. <laughs> But we should never let our feelings lead us because they are fleeting. Like sometimes I promise you the Lord, when he tells you something, it's going to hurt your feelings. But guess what? That's okay. Like if Aubrey's correcting me in love, it might hurt my feelings, but that doesn't mean I'm going to put my walls up and shut him out. I'm going to be like, wow, Lord, this hit a nerve. Why did this hit a nerve? What's going on in, in my head and in my heart? And even in my spirit, you know, what are you stirring up to where I'm sad or I'm mad or I'm fearful in this situation, you know? So it's just like, don't let your feelings lead you because feelings shouldn't be a part of the equation unless they are leading you to invitation and spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And also I would say, um, lastly, is just kind of like your your perception isn't reality. Um, <laughs> Even though like we would swear by yeah, it that it is. I mean, you could sit there and go, no, I, I promise you this is exactly what happened. But you still have to understand that that's your perception. And your spouse has the same one on the opposite side. And that's why every every bit of wisdom that I ever got was you have two sides of the story and the truth is right in the middle. You know, it, it, it's a mixture of the two because your perspective allows you to kind of warp, right? Like everything geared toward you because that's that's what we do. It's mm-hmm. like, well, how does this make me feel? What you know, what what's going on with me? You're doing this to me, so you have to remember that when when your spouse is bringing something to you that's like, hey, you you did this, and, and you know, and I felt this way. And, and you could automatically be like, that's not exactly how it happened. Well, that's their perception and your perception is opposite. But the truth is somewhere in the middle. It probably could have been done differently. It mm-hmm. could be done differently in the future. And so when you understand that, that your perception isn't reality, it helps you understand where your spouse is coming from versus me versus you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it brings that unity there that says the truth is right here in the middle. So... You know, your perception is not right, mine's not. And that's where coming together with the Lord is so crucial in, in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, thank you guys for, for joining us today. It was amazing. I, I just can't, yeah. I can't believe, 
we had this we, wasn't our this was not what we planned plan, on talking about at all thank you lord for and, and i didn't even really want to talk about anything um i i told jordan i was like <laughs> i'm gonna follow your lead because like i'm really i'm really not getting getting any downloads from the lord right now so i'm just gonna follow your lead and then we just kind of took off with it so i hope that you're blessed by it mm-hmm. um if you have people that that you know that are that are married that maybe might even be able to receive from this, yeah, you know, definitely forward it to them. Um, but hopefully, through our transparency and authenticity, um, God can be glorified through our marriage, and and I hope that it that it helps you. Um, let us know if it does in in the comments in social on social media, whatever. Um, thank you guys for continuing to uh, just support us and and be along the journey. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. And make sure um, to leave a review on our podcast. Um, and even our, on our Facebook page, I noticed that you can do that too. It just yeah. makes it easier for people to find us. And so yeah. if, if, if our podcast has meant something to you, like Aubrey said, leave us a review. We would, we would love that. That, that would be amazing. But we will see you guys next week. Yeah, right here. Same Have an time, amazing week. Same place. <laughs> Bye. Bye.